Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Your Mind Matters podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Bali. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode today. We've got a lot to cover. This was highly, highly requested after I made a few mentions on my Instagram um, about my drug use in the past few years. More specifically, what I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I've been microdosing and I wanted to talk about it a little more. More generally, I wanted to just talk about my drug use in the past, let's say, five or so years is when I started smoking weed. This episode is mainly going to be about my relationship with weed, marijuana, THC, whatever you want to call it. Why I have recently decided to quit temporarily, as well as my more recent experience with psychedelics, more specifically mushrooms, microdosing mushrooms, and my previous experiences with macro doses of mushrooms or proper psychedelic trips. This episode might be kind of controversial. I don't know how it's going to be received. I'm open to all feedback as long as it's not nasty or rude. You know, I can handle constructive criticism. I don't want to hear your judgments on me. Our brains were not meant to know or hear what every single person on the internet thinks about us, but I am open to constructive criticism. So if you have any thoughts on this and want to have a productive, constructive conversation with me, my DMs are always open on Instagram. Um, I've also recently been posting on TikTok about my quitting smoking journey, but I don't think you can send messages on TikTok unless the person is like, it's a mutual follow. But anyways, we're going to start off this episode um, talking about my smoking habits because that is the bulk of my experience with drug use. And I guess before we get there, I do just want to say like, I have gone through so many different phases of using substances to help with my mental health. Sometimes they make my mental health worse. And a lot of the times that I find that my mental health is slipping in relation to my substance use is because I'm just feeling really guilty, not because they're making me feel crazy. It's just more like my internal dialogue and guilt around drug use. Because when I was growing up, obviously I like did the D.A.R.E. program at school and all those things. And I drank here and there in high school and a little bit into college, but I just don't really enjoy drinking. But more so in high school, I was super opposed to drug use. I had friends that would smoke weed and I was just like, nope, I will never do that. It is a gateway drug, all the things they want you to believe. And I'm not here to tell you that it's right or wrong because I think it's different for every single person. I just want to share my own experience. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm not trying to tell you what not to do. I just want to talk about kind of what my relationship has been with these substances over the years, how I use them, how um, they've changed my relationship with myself, with others, just kind of all-encompassing how these different substances have affected me and my life. And like I said, I was super duper opposed to smoking weed or even like taking edibles, anything that had to do with the idea of being high. I was really scared, honestly, and I was really confused as to what that meant. I had a boyfriend in high school who would smoke behind my back with his friends, and when I found out, I was really hurt because I thought that it was like similar to drinking, where it made you like you had impaired judgment and you were gonna do things to hurt me. And I was like, oh my god, you're smoking weed, that must mean you're probably cheating on me too, because that has like psychological effects on your brain that I didn't understand. And I just, I'm here to tell you that. 
sometimes I have done dumb things on weed because I'm not thinking straight, but I've never like had a lapse in judgment like I would if I were drinking. Like I've never done something like so embarrassing that I don't remember it or like there's no, yeah, like lapse in memory when I'm using marijuana. It's more so like sometimes I'm just a little groggy or things are a little bit more silly and lighthearted and I'm not taking the situation as seriously as I could, but I've never done anything that I've like hardcore regretted like I have when drinking alcohol and when being drunk. Um, so I just want to start out by saying that because it, I haven't really been open to the idea of drug use my whole life. I grew up really afraid of it and I did not start smoking until my freshman year of college here and there. Um, I had some friends in my dorm that had access to it and I would do it with them maybe once or twice a month and then towards the end of my freshman year of college I was incredibly depressed I was not going out anymore it was kind of the point where I was like you know I'm kind of done drinking for fun this doesn't make me feel good I was feeling really depressed and anxious in the following days and I hadn't made that correlation yet that like drinking was pretty much the root of a lot of my like mental health issues but um, I got more into the idea of using marijuana. I would take edibles. I didn't smoke a ton my freshman year because it was less accessible. You know, I'm living in a dorm room. You can't really store that stuff without it being smelly and you definitely can't consume it without it being smelly. So I would say that was kind of my era of edibles when I first was getting into a more regular, like probably weekly or bi-weekly use of marijuana. And then into my sophomore year when I had my own apartment, that summer from freshman to sophomore year, I started using it pretty regularly when I went home in the summer. A lot of my friends from high school that had also come home from college were really into it. It was what we did to bond. And it was really like my way of socializing with people who wanted to party without drinking myself. Because like I said, I had kind of decided that that wasn't for me. It didn't make me feel good. I don't like being drunk. I don't like the taste of alcohol. It's just not something I enjoy. And I learned that at a pretty young age compared to a lot of other people. Like by the time I turned 21, I was kind of like, nah, I don't really want to do this. Like it's just not for me. Summer of freshman year, going into my sophomore year of college, which was summer of 2017, I started smoking pretty regularly. I'd say like every day, every other day. And then my sophomore year of college, because I transferred schools, I did not have to live in a dorm room. I had an apartment with two other girls and I started smoking every single day. Smoking was my choice of consumption. I didn't really like edibles. They also weren't very accessible. And this wasn't something that I talked about a lot because it's not legal in the state of Ohio. And I didn't really want to be posting on my social media platforms about it. And also, I don't even think, yeah, my, the beginning of my sophomore year, I didn't even have like my fitness account. Um, but that was when my marijuana use became a daily habit of mine. Um, I was smoking pretty much every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. And it just kind of got more and more intense as the years went on through college. My junior year, I was smoking a lot. I did not have the best friends. They were not the best influences on me. Um, they were really just putting me in a plate, like a bad headspace. All we would do is gossip and be negative and be high, and it just really wasn't good. And then my senior year, it remained my main source of socialization with other people who like to smoke. I mean, if you're in college now or you were recently in college, think back to the amount of people who are smoking like recreationally regularly. Uh, it's not like an uncommon thing, at least it wasn't for me and my friend group at Ohio State. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it at this point. Um, 
I wasn't really having a lot of negative thoughts about it. It was just, it was still really fun for me. I enjoyed it. It was a way for me to socialize, like I said. Um, and it was kind of like, I don't want to say a status thing, but it was like an identity thing. Like, oh, I'm a stoner. I smoke. This is part of who I am. You know, I'm not a partier. I'm not a sorority girl. I don't go out and drink and get shit faced and black out. Those weren't things I really identified with. I really identified with like, oh, I'm pretty chill. I'm the stoner girl. I like to work out. I like to smoke weed. I like to relax and get my stuff done and be responsible. And that was kind of my way to unwind and connect with other people, my friends, my roommates, all those kind of things. I thought it made me cool, to be honest. And at the time, I wasn't doing it to be cool, but reflecting on it, I think that's the general view I had of myself at that time um, and then at the end of my senior year I graduated May 2020 so obviously we know March 2020 coronavirus hit and we were all kind of stuck inside and so this is when I would say my habits were probably their most severe and my self-talk and the way I viewed myself and my usage was the most uh, harmful or detrimental to like my mental health and just overall like how I saw myself as a person so obviously we're stuck inside um, at the time I was staying with my boyfriend and we were for lack of a better term isolated we were smoking a lot we weren't being super productive I was finishing out my senior year of school online just kind of you know bullshitting my way through the exams I was really depressed because I didn't get to finish my senior year and it was a really really dark time for me Reflecting on it, um, that was one of the lowest moments in my life, and I was really just, for lack of a better term, numbing myself with weed. I was smoking a lot, I was trying to disconnect from my reality because I was really upset and hurt and angry and confused and just a lot of uncertainty was going on in my head, and um, weed was the one thing that kind of made me feel... Like, it was a little pick-me-up. It was still very fun for me. Um, it was a fun way to, like, hang out with my boyfriend and, you know, just kind of mess around and not be too serious about life because we didn't really know what was going on at that point. Um, and then fast forward to that summer, I did a big cross-country road trip. We went to a lot of states where weed was legal, so we were obviously basking in that. And when I say we, I mean me and my best friend, one of my college roommates. Um, and then I moved in by myself. That was probably not the best move looking back on it, I don't regret doing it because at the time I was like, you know, me and my boyfriend are pretty serious. We're probably going to move in with each other eventually. And I've had roommates for the past four years. I really just want the opportunity to live on my own. And so I did. And I think that it was good for me. It was a good experience. I mean, I didn't have a great time, but I'm glad that I did it. Like, I don't regret doing it um, because it taught me a lot. It showed me that, you know, I might not be the best living on my own. I kind of need some social interaction in my daily living environment and it wasn't the best. Um, and at this time, my smoking habits were still not great. I was having a lot of negative self-talk, like whenever I would smoke, I would beat myself up that I wasn't being responsible. And it also, at that point, I had been doing it so much for so long that it wasn't like so fun anymore. It was more something I did out of habit. Um, and another word that I would use again is numbing. Like it was helping me numb myself out because I didn't really like being alone. The first three months living alone was so fun. It was so freeing. I had so much 
just like space and time with myself and then especially as the winter months hit I found myself you know either trying to have people over my apartment all the time or I'd be leaving to go to my boyfriend's house and hang out or my parents house and hang out and I just couldn't really handle being alone so when I was alone the first thing I would do is smoke and I wanted to be high because it was a way to feel a little bit less connected with myself and the reality of the feelings that I was having um, and it just wasn't great and I would still smoke socially like I really even to this day like enjoy smoking when my friends are around it's a fun thing for us to do but when I was doing it when I was alone all the time I was having some really depressing thoughts about myself about my life about where I was headed um, I wasn't feeling creative it just made me it just put me in a really dark headspace and like I was not feeling great or nice about myself um fast forward my lease ended I mean that kind of all remained the same I was using it as a way to disconnect um and something else I want to interject before I get to more present day like living in Colorado and what I'm doing now I do want to say that something I started doing in college um, through the pandemic and even when we moved here was smoking when I would work out or like taking an edible or whatever I actually even now really enjoy um, the feeling of working out while I'm high it really gets me in the zone I can feel my mind to muscle connection more obviously it's dependent on like how much you smoke and what kind of weed and all that kind of stuff but I really enjoy that it's something I do see myself doing in the future um, but we'll get to the present day why I have stopped smoking but anyways I just wanted to throw that out there because that was a big part and I feel like I would be lying and like withholding a big part of this story if I didn't say that because a lot of my life does have to do with fitness and like my job and all those things so I do want like full disclosure I'm not always high when I'm working out but I do like doing it it is something I do fairly often and have been doing since like my uh, probably my junior year of college when I had a not so great group of friends we were all working out together and it was I really started doing it um, before working out with that group of friends because it was something they were doing and I definitely was doing too much of it and I was not being responsible with it however now when I do it I am more responsible and more mindful about it and um, another thing I'd like to say is like there is such thing as responsible drug use and being honest with yourself and that's kind of where I'm getting to now um, but let me jump back to after living alone Tristan and I moved out to Colorado and obviously it's legal here um, and this is kind of the time when I started talking about it on my social media like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode it wasn't something I really wanted to talk about when I was living in Ohio because obviously it's not legal I don't want to promote any illegal activity even though I know it's very common especially among college students um, in states where it's not legal but it wasn't something I really wanted to talk about I have to be mindful that like some of my audience is younger than me and I don't want to encourage people to do things that um, morally or legally are not right so there's that but when we moved to Colorado I felt a lot more comfortable talking about it I was of age to buy it legally here and 
It's really interesting because I thought moving here would make my habits even worse because it was more accessible to me, but the exact opposite is true. I was smoking a lot less. I was being a lot more mindful about it. Um, it wasn't something like as soon as I was alone or as soon as I felt bored when I was alone, I wouldn't reach for it. You know, I was just like, yeah, it can wait. Like it's here, it's accessible. I don't feel the need. Like there was no scarcity mindset about it, which is something I think I was experiencing a lot when I was in Ohio in general, but when I was alone, um, living alone in Ohio. So that's another interesting thing that's worth noting that like once it became more accessible and legal to me, it was something I was less inclined to pick up as soon as I felt the urge to do so. Another thing worth noting is like when I lived in Ohio, not so much when I was in college because everyone did it, but when I was living alone, I did have a lot of anxiety around it because it wasn't legal there. And like, obviously you don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to get caught. And I would be smart about it. I'm not driving around with it in my car. I'm not like smoking it with my apartment door open for the entire building to see. Like I was trying to be mindful about it, but it did give me a lot of physical anxiety and mental anxiety to like think about the fact that I could be caught with this and get in trouble um, and that's another big thing that changed when we moved to Colorado I don't feel so paranoid about it I mean I still I'm not like driving around with it in my car or like using it in public places but uh, the paranoia and anxiety really went down when we moved to a place where it was legal so anyways like I was saying it's just something I'm not like super inclined to do or I am, I mean, I'm still, I was still smoking every single day up until about a week ago. Actually, today is one week weed-free. All in all, it's something I use to kind of socialize with other people, to relate to other people. And when I say socialize, that's what I mean, like to relate to others, to have something in common, because especially in college, everyone's drinking, or not everyone, but most people are drinking, they're going out partying, they want to, for lack of a better term, feel something and so they're getting drunk. For me, that was being high. I just really liked smoking. Um, I also, which this, I'm gonna talk about um, psychedelics and more specifically mushrooms in a little bit, but uh, also worth noting while we're chatting about college that I was doing mushrooms the last two years of college. First time I did it was my junior year. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Fast forward to present day. I, for the past like four weeks, have been having really bad, really, really, really bad uh, mental and physical symptoms when I've been smoking. And I think that it's been going on for much longer than that, but I've really just chosen to be conscious of these things the last four weeks. And last week I decided, you know, this is something that for so long I have enjoyed. It's fun for me and it's not fun for me anymore. It's putting me in a really dark headspace and I just think I need to take a step back. So that's what I did. It's been challenging and I will talk more about that in a moment, but I want to talk more about what exactly I mean when I say it's putting me in a dark headspace and like just what my reflections on it are and how I've been using it for the wrong reasons and hurting myself by doing so. Um, so Tristan works all day. I am home by myself all day. And up until, prob I, I would say unconsciously, I've been feeling this way for about three or four months. But consciously for about a month, I've been aware of these things and like having conversations with myself in my head about them for about a month. Um, I would have an urge to smoke 
whether it was something like I saw it sitting out and I was like oh that sounds like a good idea or like yeah I could probably do that right now or it was more like a mental thing where I was feeling really anxious or like that <laughs> the it's like that physical anxiety you get if you've like chugged a cup of coffee where you're just like really jittery and like physically um, excited and anxious oftentimes that would cause me to want to smoke or if I was bored or if I was about to go to the park or take Winnie for a walk or read a book or really fill in the blank answer emails like those are not responsible ways to do it and I think that that had a lot to do like I almost knew subconsciously I was not being responsible and so after I did it my thoughts would immediately go to anxiety self-judgment paranoia and Overall, even when I no longer felt like that initial high, my thoughts were just really negative the rest of the day and hurtful to my overall self-image. Um, I would be talking to myself, saying things like, you're being lazy, you're a worthless piece of shit, um, you don't deserve this job, you don't deserve to have this amount of freedom or this amount of you know, free will over yourself and your day-to-day -day and you're not being responsible and you're hurting yourself, you're hurting your potential partnerships and jobs and you're hurting your, yeah, your earning potential I guess would be a better word for that because I'm not being responsible and even if let's just say like I smoked and I answered all my emails and then I read a book and took Winnie for a walk. Even if I did all of those things, my self-talk the whole time would be so mean and judgmental and it would make me feel really anxious and also really depressed. And using that example of like, even if I did smoke and do all the things I said I was going to do, um, I would spiral so quickly into those self-judgment thoughts that it was really hard to pull myself out of them even if I was doing the right thing and like getting my work done and reading a book and taking Winnie for a walk for example I would just spiral really quick and then Tristan would come home and I would be an absolute bitch and I, would, and I was losing my patience and if you listen to um my most recent birth control episode I talked about like since getting off the pill I've had a lot more patience I've been a lot more understanding and willing to work with others and not so quick to anger and be feel triggered um, and I felt like I was taking 25 steps in the opposite direction of just feeling those things again. And I realized that they were all triggered from me smoking. So that was the big, like, number one motivator for me to stop doing it um, in the last week. And it has not been easy. I have had so many urges to smoke. Not because I really want to be high, but because a lot a lot more because of the side effects that I'm experiencing. Like, I mean, the typical side effects of not smoking. Also, before I say this, I would like to note that, like, for the past five years, I really haven't taken a proper smoking break. Like, you know, you see people talk about tea breaks, which, if you don't know, that is short for a tolerance break. Um, and so when you smoke weed for a very long time, your tolerance gets higher and higher, just like with pretty much every and any drug or like caffeine. If you have a cup of coffee every single day for five years, five years from now, that one cup of coffee isn't going to feel as effective in your body as it did on day one because your body has built up a tolerance to having that drug in its system every day. So I haven't really taken a proper tea break more than like three or four days since I started smoking daily five years ago. 
so back to my current break that I'm taking. I don't want to say I'm quitting weed forever, and I'll explain that in a bit, but um, at least for the next, like, I would like to go at least a month without smoking, preferably longer, but I don't really want to put an end date on it. I just kind of want to see how I feel week to week. Um, but I've had a lot of urges because I felt really anxious. I felt really restless throughout the day. I'm bored. It is the thing, it's the first thing that I would reach for when I felt bored in the past. And so now I almost don't know what to do with myself. I'm having a bit of an oral fixation. I want something, like I want to inhale the smoke and I want to, you know, the, the actual physical process of smoking, less so the like, I want to be high. It's just like the act of smoking um, is something that I miss. And I, it's kind of scary to admit that because I don't want to admit that I had a problem, but I like now seeing what's happened in the last week, I can see that I did. And I'm really proud of myself for doing this as long as I have. I know a week doesn't seem like a lot of time, but if you've gone through this before or fill in the blank, like if you've decided you want to stop drinking alcohol or drinking caffeine or whatever, whatever like your quote unquote drug of choice is, whether it's food, sugar, video games, fill in the blank. I don't know, but it's, it's a big feat when you can have some willpower and withhold yourself from doing things that you know are no longer serving you. So I just want to say that I am really proud of myself and today I feel really good and really strong in my abilities to kind of be, have more control over myself, have more control over my impulses and my urges and just like keep the end goal in mind. I am really proud of myself for that. Um, but in terms of side effects I've been feeling aside from the like oral fixation and wanting to actually smoke something, I felt really restless and anxious. Saturday was probably the worst day and I think reflecting on it, it's because I didn't keep myself busy. I was like, oh, it's gonna be a nice relaxing day at home. I'll take Winnie on a walk, maybe clean a little bit and then I'm just gonna read my book all day. And about halfway through the day, let's say like between noon and two o'clock, I was felt like I was going to pull my hair out. Not because I was like, oh, I need to be high right now, but because I felt so bored, I didn't know what to do with myself. And then I was getting really fixated on it because I couldn't distract myself. Um, and I've also had little to no appetite. It's getting better. I will say yesterday and today, my appetite has been better. I wake up hungry. I get hungry every few hours, but the first few days, I mean, I was lucky if I ate two meals and a snack a day. And um, when working, like I'm really trying to heal my hormones right now and balance out my blood sugar and my glucose levels and my insulin levels. And part of that is eating regularly, three meals a day and two snacks. And so for about five days, I was really, like it felt like I was force feeding myself. And it's a weird feeling because you're hungry, but you're also nauseous and nothing sounds appetizing. And as soon as I would start eating, I would immediately feel full and like almost sick to my stomach. Uh, like I said, that's kind of subsided. It's still there. Like I still definitely can't eat as full of a meal as I was two or three weeks ago, but I'm working my way up. I know that this will pass. And the other thing, which the lack of appetite and the next thing I'm going to talk about are super common for people who have been smoking long term and then stop. Um, the other thing that has been really bad is my sleeping. Um, I've had really intense dreams. And the interesting part about that is the dreams aren't just intense. They're always about people 
that I have conflict with, whether the conflict is ongoing or like years and years ago and we've just like lost touch, like people that I would beef with in high school that I have literally not seen or talked to in like six plus years. Like it's really interesting, but a lot of like the things that I have conflict with in my own mind, even if I have like never spoken out loud to the person that I have conflict with them, like if I just have a personal problem with somebody, those have been coming up in the, my dreams, whether it's the person or the theme of the conflict or like whatever, it's really crazy. Um, and I've been able to remember my dreams, they're very vivid. Um, but the other thing that comes with that is I have, I don't wake up feeling tired, but I know that I'm not getting good sleep. Like I feel like I am tossing and turning all night. I am incredibly restless. I can't seem to stay asleep for more than an hour without tossing and turning. I've had a hard time falling asleep. Uh, I'm still getting enough sleep. Like I said, I don't wake up and feel like a zombie, like I didn't sleep a wink, but I just know that I'm not, like normally I sleep like a dead person. Like I fall asleep, I wake up in the same position, I feel super rested. I, it's not easy to wake me up at night. Um, but the last week I have been waking up multiple times throughout the night, having a harder time falling asleep. I think mainly because like I wake up from a dream and I'm like, whoa, that was so vivid. I kind of need to sit here and process what just happened for a second before I just drift back off. Um, so that's kind of all I have to say about that. I'm feeling really optimistic and I think that I can continue on in this way. Tristan has been really supportive of me and I've also like told other people because I've tried to do this before and stop smoking and it never lasts more than like three or four days because I give in. I don't like the side effects I'm experiencing. I give in to the restlessness and the urges to smoke and I make excuses for myself and I just really generally don't hold myself accountable and this time around, I think it's different because I'm not just stopping smoking because I feel guilty. I'm stopping because I've been having a lot of anxiety and depressive thoughts. And those are things that I can no longer like justify it for because it's hurting me. I'm hurting myself by doing it. And um, like I said, I'd like to stop for at least a month, probably a little bit longer than that. But Smoking is something that I enjoy and I have enjoyed in the past and I really like to do it with my friends and in social situations and when I'm about to do something fun. So I've decided that when I come to the point that I'm like, okay, you've stopped for X amount of time, let's say a month or more, I want to start smoking again, but not every day. I want to, before I smoke, I want to set an intention of like, I'm going to spend some time with some friends and we're just gonna have a nice, fun, goofy evening or I'm going for a hike or whatever it may be. Um, I want to set an intention and be more mindful about it and see if that helps. And if it doesn't, then I will stop for good or at least for the time being. But um, when I do feel like it's time to start again and I've given myself enough of a break, I also just want to see like long term, like month plus time, how this affects me mentally and physically. Am I feeling sharper? Is my memory better? Am I less irritable? Is my appetite better? You know, fill in the blank. I really want to see all of the different ways that this affects me stopping um, for a longer period of time than a few days. So I'm going to give it at least a month, like I said. Um, and then when it's time that I feel like I want to start again, like we're going home for the holidays. I really like to do it when I'm around my friends from home and like for New Year's Eve or whatever. I just think that 
when it when I feel like it's time, and I will also update you guys on the podcast um, when that time comes and how it goes. But I don't want to stop forever. That is not my intention because it's something that has actually really helped me with my anxiety and depression in the past. It's just recently it's really ramped it up and done the exact opposite. And um, I want to find like that middle ground, a good healthy balance for me personally with it. So before we transition into the next portion of this, which is talking about the use of um, mushrooms, psychedelics, what have you. I want to go on my Instagram because I did put up a question box about things you guys want to hear me talk about. I want to make sure I covered everything um, in terms of smoking before we get there. Okay, most of these questions are about the mushrooms, so I will cover all of that when I get there, but I'm scrolling through. I think I kind of answered all of these um, Oh, this is one that I didn't address directly, so I do want to give my clear answer. Somebody said, do you feel like it, and then in parentheses, they put weed, smoking, edibles, etc., became addictive? Um, I don't think that like the actual substance became addictive to me, but the habit and the like ritual of doing it, which is why I mentioned earlier, like on Saturday, I didn't even really have the urge to be high. I just had the urge to physically smoke and like, do my ritual of like packing a bowl and lighting it and inhaling and like getting all my stuff out like that is more so like it's just the habit of doing it I found that like I was almost doing it subconsciously or unconsciously before because I was just going through the motions of doing it not because I actually wanted to be high but because I was having an oral fixation and I just wanted to like uphold that habit and keep it going um, I don't necessarily think like the substance is addictive for me personally i'm not saying that's true i mean most people will say like oh weed's not addictive you can't be addicted to it i think you could be i don't think me personally that i was addicted to the actual substance of thc but more the habit of smoking and i say that because like i didn't crave edibles i just wanted to smoke like i just wanted the actual physical act of smoking more than i did want to be high and that's something i could definitely differentiate on Saturday like I was like because I was talking to Tristan about it and he's like well I don't really see the harm in you doing it and I'm like no dude like I don't want to be high I don't want to feel those anxious depressed thoughts anymore I just am bored and I want to do something with my hands and like my my first inclination is to grab my bowl and smoke and so I think it's more the act of doing it especially if you're doing it on a daily basis then I do think it is the substance in which you're consuming that's all I have to say about that. Moving on to the psychedelics and the mushrooms, I will give a brief um, recap of my first encounters with these drugs. I was a junior in college, so I was just turned 21. Um, I had some friends who had done it. I had been smoking for a while. I really have not done any other hard drugs. The only drugs I've ever done um, are marijuana and mushrooms. I've also taken Adderall a few times in college, but that's not what we're talking about today because I didn't really like it. I would just do it um, like to study or finish a project or a paper or whatever. Um, not something I recommend if you're not prescribed to those drugs. Not something I really want to endorse or talk about. But the two things that I've done um, more than a handful of times are weed and mushrooms. So let's talk about mushrooms. First time I did them, um, I was a junior in college. I don't want to, I'm not going to like 
add anybody's information, names, or even like describing factors because I don't want to expose anyone else's use without their permission or their knowledge. So um, every time that I've tripped or taken a macro dose of mushrooms, which I believe is more than like two grams, every time I've done it, it's been like two to five. I've been with other people. I've never done them by myself in a macro dose. I've always had a good time. I've never had a bad trip, knock on wood. I probably did mushrooms, let's see, like five times when I was in college. And the last time I did a big macro dose was on my 22nd birthday. I did it in Utah with some friends. It was literally the best time of my life. And up until that point, every time I've taken mushrooms, it's been more of a head high than it has like a visual high, like a head and body high. Um, I felt very silly. It's so fun. And my biggest tips are do it with somebody that you know or a group of people that you know and make sure that you are in a situation where you feel safe, have a plan, be outside if you can and don't take too much. You can always take more later, start small, work your way up and do it with somebody who has experience and has done it before. Think about having a trip sitter, somebody who's done it before that can keep an eye on you guys that is not going to take said drugs. It can be really scary and really overwhelming if you take them kind of on a whim just because somebody has them and they're like, hey, you wanna do these and you don't have a plan and you don't feel safe and you don't feel secure. And also don't do them if you're in a bad headspace. If you've just gone through something really traumatic or you're dealing something with and you're having a really hard time with it or your mental health has been really unstable, please do not take them. I That is the one thing I will not advise. I know I said I'm not telling you what to do and what not to do, but that's the one thing I'm gonna tell you not to do because I know many, many people who have taken them and had an absolutely horrible time and I'm not gonna point the finger and play the blame game, but I think personally, like my opinion and perspective on their experience was because they were not in a good headspace they didn't think it through they thought it was just going to magically solve all the problems they were having they didn't do it in an environment where they felt safe it's really important to like check all those boxes if you want more information on that go on google look it up go on um reddit look it up read other people's experiences their thoughts their opinions make sure wherever you're getting the drugs from is a safe reliable source never ever 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 buy or take anything from anyone you do not know um first time i took mushrooms i got them from a friend and they were like another friend of mine was like hey so and so has these i took them a couple weeks ago i had a great time i would really like for your first time i think that this would be a good place for you to go to don't just like if you don't have the resources or connections to find them I would just say wait until you do there's no rush to do it you have so much time to experience them and um, really like prep yourself the one thing that I read online before I did it the first time that I think really rang true and still does today and I want to know because it can be really scary um, is just you're going to feel when after you take them you're going to feel physically anxious before the trip starts you might even feel a little bit sick to your stomach because mushrooms like the thing that makes you high is the bacteria mushrooms are a fungi and so the bacteria in the mushrooms is what makes you high so it's it might make your tummy feel a little bit sick I know people who have gotten sick before trips and they're fine just don't dwell on it too much just really focus on your breathing set a good intention for your trip figure out why you want to do this even if it's just for fun quote unquote that's totally fine but you have to go in it into the experience in a very like light-hearted way don't 
like be too strict in your mind about what you think you're going to experience because you're probably going to be let down and you might even have a bad trip. Just try to be open to the experience and prep yourself for the feelings of physical anxiety because I really felt that the first time I thought that I was going to get sick. It's kind of like that nausea feeling where I don't really know how to describe it because it's been different every time but you do feel a little bit nauseous and anxious like butterflies in your tummy kind of but more intense than that. Um, so all things to consider, I don't think this is a drug that you should just take willy-nilly, do your research, really think about why you want to do this, who you're going to do it with, where you're going to do it, why you're going to do it, and have a plan, you know? Don't just do this just because you think it's fun and somebody has some with them. You really need to plan it out. And every single time that I've done it, I've had a plan, I've felt safe, I've been with people that I trust and enjoy their company, um, but I know people very close to me who have not done those things and had horrible horrible experiences and they no longer do them for that reason so keep all of those things in mind all worth noting um so like i said i've done macro dose probably five or six times i don't know exactly um and i'm not going to sit here and try to recount every single experience but those are my tips for macro dosing moving on to micro dosing so here in the state of colorado mushrooms are decriminalized which means they're not legal, you can't go buy them at the store, but if you obtain them and you get caught with them by an officer of the law, you technically, I think they give you a fine, but they can't like throw you in jail because of them. They're not illegal, they are decriminalized. Same with weed in Ohio now, it's decriminalized. I think it's up to 100 grams, which is actually a lot of weed. Um, but, you know, do research about the legality of them wherever you are and make sure you get them from a safe reliable source a lot of people grow them i know that was like a really popular thing on tiktok like tutorials on how to grow your own mushrooms i have friends that grow their own mushrooms and take them they love them um so you know do your research there but right now i am microdosing. so when we first moved here i heard about this company online through a friend um that they make like mushroom chocolates i believe they're from san diego california somewhere in southern california i think it's san diego um, that is how I first obtained them and I was taking like one chocolate which was like 0.2 grams once every week um, and it doesn't make you feel high it does make you feel like a very slight nausea anxious feeling as they first start to kick in and then you just feel a little bit lighter it's very different from taking a macro dose you shouldn't see any visuals you shouldn't feel a head high or a body high or anything like that it just kind of lightens your mood and I chose to micro dose instead of taking um, like prescription medication for my depression and my anxiety. This was my choice. I have talked to a few doctors about it and when I was seeing a therapist um, last year, we talked about it a lot. I also took this course, let me look it up online. Um, I think it's through the San Francisco Psychedelic, I have some emails from them. The San Francisco Psychedelic Society did a course, like a six or eight week course um, that I took online where they gave you a lot of like educational information doctors came and talked it was a huge panel um, lots of really good information and so I made sure I went through all of that first to like learn about all of the different things I'm not going to dive into it here mainly because I can only record this podcast for an hour and we're already at 45 minutes and I want to talk about my recent like my most recent experience and thoughts about it um and then most recently so i was taking those chocolates i honestly didn't even finish them because i didn't like the taste of the chocolate they were white chocolate and i don't like white chocolate but 
that I was doing for a little bit, but I was not doing it very consistently. So I can't say one way or another what I think about those. Um, and then recently a brand reached out to me. Um, they're called Silo on Instagram. They are Silodelic. So it's P-S-I-L-O dot D-E-L-I-C is their Instagram. If you want to check them out, I'm pretty sure you can buy it through their website um, because I've been taking them for a while. I recommended them to a friend. She bought some, I believe, through their website. It's a private account, so you have to request to follow, but um, I've been taking those. They come in the forms of gummies. Each gummy is 0.14 grams. It says on the back of the packaging to take two to three every three days. I don't like three of them. Three of them make me a little bit too nauseous. So I take two every three to four days. I'm not super consistent with it. Like if I know I'm hiking on Saturday and I should be taking them on Friday, according to the th every three day rule, I will wait until Saturday. Um, so I've really personally been enjoying them. I like the flavor of them. They're like, I think I said this already, but they're little gummies and I have been taking them consistently for the past, uh, since like the second week of August. And I absolutely love them. And I think that that's also a huge reason that I was able to become more clear on the fact that I needed to stop smoking. And it also just like deters me from smoking throughout the day or even later that night. Like I don't have a craving to smoke whenever I take them, um, even when I was smoking daily. So I personally really like them. They make me feel a little bit lighter, a little bit, I don't want to say happier, but just like a little bit more carefree. I'm not so stressed. I don't have a lot of anxious thoughts. They've really, really helped me with my spiraling depressive thoughts and I personally really enjoy them. It's another thing that I'm not going to advocate that every single person take them, especially if you're on prescription medication because there's a lot of um, conflicting information out there. Like I, And I personally believe that if you are on prescription medication, you should not be mixing it with psychedelics of any kind because it can put you into a state of psychosis if you're mixing the wrong things at the wrong amounts. So if you're on prescription medication, before you do this, talk to a doctor, talk to a professional. Do not just take these willy-nilly because I'm saying, oh, they're so fun and they make me feel like less depressed. I'm just talking about my personal experience here, so I don't want you to take this as your own truth. I want you to do your own research and think about like is this something I really need talk to your doctor talk to your therapist there are tons and tons of therapists and practices all over the country that are popping up that are um, advocating and helping guide their patients through the use of psychedelics for mental illness um, I've heard really great things for people who are addicted to alcohol to cigarettes to other prescription medication and narcotics um, the use of psychedelics can be really helpful so Obviously, do your own research there. You can check out the San Francisco Psychedelic Society, like I said. I don't know if they're offering the course anymore or like if you can just buy it and kind of do it self-taught. I was listening every single week to the Zoom calls they were doing. They had like small groups that we were talking in and I really found that to be a helpful resource. So check that out. I'm sure there are plenty and plenty and plenty of books about it. Um, but my personal experience with microdosing regularly for almost two months, it's been about two months now, yeah. Oh, a little bit over two months, actually. Um, I absolutely love it. I really like the brand, uh, the Silodelic brand that I was talking about. And I have a friend who is very close to me that is using one as well, and she really loves them. So there's two good reviews from us, but you can check out their page, check out their website. They have a lot of information there. Um, but microdosing has been really beneficial for me recently and it's something I see myself continuing to do for the foreseeable future. 
So before I wrap this up, I'm going to go back on Instagram, see if there is anything else on here that I didn't answer about the mushrooms. How to get started in microdosing. Again, do your own research. Check out different brands, different companies. Look at the legality near you. Talk to a professional if you're seeing a therapist. Definitely worth mentioning to them that it's something you want to do, especially if you're on prescription drugs. Please be careful and start small. Start with a smaller dose than they recommend. Work your way up. Make sure you're in a good headspace the day you do it. I'm like if you're really depressed and feeling super anxious and overwhelmed might not be the day to start okay so i think i've answered everyone's questions so far i'm actually going to delete the story so they don't keep coming in um after i finish recording this but i hope you guys enjoyed this if you have any other questions please let me know i am so happy to answer them talk about my experience chat with you guys about your experience by no means am i an expert that was not the function of this episode i just wanted to talk about my own experience because i mention it here and there on social media but it's I mean, I just talked for 52 minutes. It's a hard thing to get all my thoughts out in an Instagram story or an Instagram post. And this is something you guys can come back and reference and listen to. And again, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to send me a message. Not an expert, but I'm happy to answer based on my experience. I hope for anyone out there who might have some judgments against people who use substances that you don't hate me. But if you do, to each their own i totally understand you are entitled to your opinion and experience just as much as i am and everyone else listening to this is i hope that you guys enjoyed this got some useful information and i personally feel really good getting this all off my chest because i know it's a super taboo thing to talk about and i strayed away from it for a very long time in fear of judgment but i'm really proud of myself for talking about this i think it's important to talk about your experience even if it's not the most conventional um way of doing things or thinking or behaving but this is what i do it is my choice please do not send me messages trying to shame me because i will literally just block you um and <laughs> i appreciate all of you who did listen and gained some sort of insight from this if you enjoyed this episode please 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 leave a review on apple podcasts and leave a rating on spotify it helps me grow it helps me get feedback of what you guys like and what you don't like about the podcast and i will catch you guys next week bye